Hello, everybody, and welcome back to I've Got a Movie to Watch. My name is Matt. And Dakota I'm Dakota. Is sick and, as a dog. And a, not as a dog. I'm better than we actually skipped a week because I didn't have a voice. Um, <coughs> but uh, so just forgive me. I'm going to be coughing and see, not sneezing, but just dealing with copious amounts of snot. But we're going to pull through. I'm ready. I'm happy to be back in the saddle again. Matthew. What's up? How you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Before we talk about this awful, terrible movie called Legend, it wasn't that bad. It, it was pretty bad. It was mid. Uh, you thought it, okay. Here, here's the deal. <laughs> so last last week, hypothetically, because it was <laughs> last week. Last week, I I thought it was mid. Like I enjoyed it for the most part. You hated it. it was I wasn't part. like a super like I can have an appreciation about it, but it made me tired. And since then. David has watched both of the remakes and was like, yeah, this is much better. Oh, yeah, the remakes are... And now I'm like, do I want to? Okay, cool. Because I'm like, I'm curious. No. No. You'll have nightmares. I settled for Lord of the Rings instead, which, spoiler alert, was not like the best thing to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which is like one of the best, if not the best, high fantasy adventures out there. And then watch watch Legend. Which is not. Which is which is not. So. But before <coughs> we start, it's Tim Curry month. Tim Curry. The whole reason why we're watching these movies is because of the amazing person that is Tim Curry. Tim Curry. And if you've listened to the past two episodes, Dakota one went on a rant about Muppet Treasure Island, and the second episode where we talked about it had to hold herself back from talking about Muppet Treasure Island. I just. And, I just love it so much. And being the movie buff I am, I like to collect physical media, so I go out and search for things. <coughs> and Dakota, I got a present for you. Huh? I got a present for you. You have a present for me. Uh-huh. Okay. I found, on Blu-ray. <coughs> I'm working. so excited for birthday <coughs> I found on Blu-ray. It's Muppet. Muppet Treasure Island! But not just that, it has the... Uh, I'm Great Muppet Caper, too. I'm dying. Oh, my God. I love Muppet Treasure Island. I love Muppet Treasure. Did you guys know I love Muppet Treasure Island? And I haven't seen the Great Muppet Caper in a long, long time. I remember, like, VHS. You know, that back when VHSs were a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would, like, have previews for some of these Muppet movies on them. And I just, I can't remember what movie said it was. But I remember, like... The Great Muppet Caper, and it was Miss Piggy looking fabulous with, like, this diamond necklace on, and then she's on a motorcycle, and I'm like, oh, man, that's cool, and I love Kermit, and then I also, like, I just, I just love the Muppets in general, but, like, Muppet Treasure Island, and, um, I'm gonna open it up, um, Muppet Treasure Island is just so good, it's just, like, me and my sister recently talked about this, too, with Matt, and... So there's like a blue. Oh, there's two. So there's okay. So to give everybody, I'm opening up this disc. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but so there's a Blu-ray with it says two Muppety Adventures. So Muppety is an actual word. Um, that's exciting. And there's a, the Blu-ray with both both discs on there. But on the other side, there's just DVDs, and there's one for each of them. So I, if something were to go wrong and I have to bury one in my backyard again, <laughs> I have a yeah, backup. Exactly. It's so good. <coughs> I, just, I just want to say, uh, 
I'd also like to point out, I believe Treasure Planet also exists in the backyard. I don't think I mentioned that last time. I really, really, I don't know what it is about, like, the Treasure Island book, which is a classic American, no, I don't think it's an American. It's a classic novel, um, and I read it for a book report middle school, and it wasn't nearly as entertaining as Muppet Treasure Island, so in my brain, Muppet Treasure Island is the canon of it, uh, but Treasure Planet is also, like, super good. Yeah. Super good. I would also... Can we just do a double feature of Muppet Treasure Island? Can we just do, like, a Treasure Island-like month? Like, there's tons of, like... Let's get through some other stuff first. I'm, just, like, I'm just saying. When we when were kind of, like... This is wow, episode... we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. This is the... No! <laughs> Muppet Treasure Island is the top of the barrel. I don't know who you think you are. But who's your but, favorite Muppet? We're not talking about Muppet Treasure Island or is Muppets. Tom Cruiser. Is Tom Cruise your favorite Muppet? No, <laughs> he, he's not mine either. But we need to actually talk about the movie that I hated this week. Which is why we should watch Muppet Treasure Island because it's a nice palate refresher and it's probably the best work of cinema ever. Sure, I'll die on this hill. Anyway. I sound like I'm dying on this seal. Let's talk about Tom Cruise and Princess <laughs> Lily being I the worst hated, person ever. And... I hated Princess Lily. Okay, so do we want to give like a brief plot synopsis? Yeah, it's, we'll a, it's very like the plot. Do, the plot in and of itself yeah. is not much. We can just give a brief plot. <coughs> all I want to do is talk about. Excuse me, guys. I'm sorry about there. The there is very few things I enjoyed about this movie, and there were a lot of things that made me go. What and a lot of things that made me go, Am I on acid? and a lot of things that made me go, Why? Um, I, you know, you and I were sharing notes as we tend to do, and pretty much like all the stuff you had wrote, I had like also made notes of. Mm -hmm. But like, you remember whenever, like, in the it episode where you're like, Usually Dakota comes in and she's got this big long thing of notes, uh -huh. and you were like, For it, she only had like a very small piece of paper. It was paper. almost like a post-it. Yeah. No, it got even smaller for Legend. Uh-huh. Because I was just like... Huh? You watch the movie and you're just kind of like, this is a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. That's that's really all I can say about it. I mean, okay, so the plot synopsis is there's Princess Lily who is a princess in this kingdom of, I don't even wherever. know, yeah. wherever, who cares? Sorry, I did not like this movie. It uh, was okay. But so she's, she she's... has a friend in the forest named Jack, who's played Tom Cruise, <coughs> and Tim Curry plays Darkness, which he looks like Satan in this movie, that's why I call him Satan, but his name is Darkness, and his goal is to create darkness throughout the entire land, because sunlight is his enemy, he can't be out in sunlight. And the only way to get rid of the sunlight is to kill the unicorns. Which represents innocence. Which represents innocence. And Princess Lily also somehow represents innocence. She represents a brat, but go on. I mean, I like, guess you can say she represents innocence because she is so innocent that she's clueless and dumb. She ain't she ain't that clueless. Like, girl was just a petulant child, but we'll go with that. So anyway, Even though Jack was like, "Don't go touch the unicorns. Don't go near them." She she did anyway. Jack was more innocent than anybody. That's just me. Okay, so talking about Jack, <coughs> did you also think that the character of Jack was a mute for like a solid like five minutes? Either that or autistic. I'm still holding on to the autistic. Well, like 
he went from not speaking <coughs> at all, like mm-hmm. not at all, to like all of a sudden risen up some weird swamp creature witch thing later in the movie, and I was like, what? Yeah, I think it's just kind of like he doesn't, like the interpretation I got was like, homie is like child of the forest, like raised by wolves situation maybe. He's not yeah. raised by wolves. But like he is a child of the forest, and so he's not used to interacting yeah. with like other people. And to go back to like how Lily represents innocence, she doesn't. But there is like... Um, <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't. Uh, she just represents annoying me um she was she anyway she just annoyed me but there is old folk tale like the only people that could approach or even ride on unicorns was like a maiden that had that was a virgin all this other stuff um innocent pure whatever so like i guess that was a callback to that but i feel like i sound really monotone is it bad you sound like me oh no I know, you're supposed to be the cheerful one that's like... I am cheerful. I am cheerful. Like, I can't hear Matt. No, because so I... <laughs> no, and then like, you can't hear either of us because I'm just like hacking like of the smoke. Oh. I, I do not smoke. I do not vape. I literally work with children and just get sick. And so that's... And I usually get sick yeah. around this time of year anyway. So just bear with me, guys. I'm so sorry about the the playback. You're going to hear me cough a lot. So let's, let's go into... <laughs> I feel like you got sick from the forest that Jack lives in. Oh my god. god. Yeah, I... I, It was like allergy in the forest. It was everywhere. It was like the... There's like floating particles. It's like every (laughs) single... Almost every single scene has got some type of like feathery, dusty, mystical something flying everywhere. There's There's just like grime. Like, and we live in a fairly rural area. Like, we can, we live in, like, the foothills of, of the mountains here where, where we're based out of. And, like, we can walk outside. We can just walk outside and see, like, not yeah. not death, you know, and forests and stuff. And it's not nearly as, like, I don't even know. It's just polluted with nature. I don't know how to, I'd have no idea. That, that sense is oxymoronic in and of itself. I, I feel like in this movie, the whoever came up with concepts of this world building, I I don't I don't understand it. And most of this was shot on a close set. I did a little a little brief research because I really was pulling at strings on what to talk about here. Um, oh, I have a lot of things to talk about. <laughs> I have a lot talk, of not complain about it. Like overall, like the the setting of it, like the lighting is a little odd. But you get a disclaimer because we watched the four K version, yeah, and so you get a bit of a disclaimer. Like this movie was made in nineteen eighty five, and so the four K is going to make you see a lot of those imperfections. But it's also like I, me Ridley Scott, I'm like I approve of these messages. I know what I'm about. And I'm like, you go for it. You go, Ridley Scott. You go. And then I actually saw it, and I was like, maybe you went a little too hard, Ridley Scott. But yeah, it, like, like, the force, like, they could have scaled back the, like, ambiance, like, the sunlight particles, the feathers, whatever, whatever it was. They could have scaled back on They could have scaled <coughs> back real hard on the weird water scenes. Yeah. The only the only time I thought that the scenery actually looked pretty pretty good was when In Darkness's Palace. Uh, Darkness's Palace was a little off. It, it it's like supposed little, to be. Well, no, I get that, but I'm saying like it, it just felt like there was a 
layer of grime on on the screen. Well, yeah, I could see but, that. That might be the 4K stuff. Uh, maybe, but when I was watching it, the only time I really like enjoyed the scenery was during the parts where they're still outside, but darkness took over, so it was like the snowy landscape. Yeah, and then oh, you had a like pretty, pretty you had nice. a bunch of snow too, but yeah. that was like that made sense because mm-hmm. to have a bunch of snow, you need a lot of snow for the blizzard. So like. Anyway, so, like, the set design wasn't, like, super great. Like, the forests themselves were, like, very picturesque, but it was yeah. like somebody dumped a bunch of dandruff in there. Yep. And it was very strange. Um, but premises, we have Princess Lily trapezing around the woods because she doesn't want to have responsibilities. And you know what? Same. But I'm also not a prominent political figure. Um, nor do I want to be. And so she's trapezing around in the forest trying to find old Jackaboy, which is played by Tom Cruise. And who just doesn't wear pants this entire time? He just doesn't wear pants, but you know, that's also very you know, we'll get into that. But so, you know, she's got a crush. She she liked Jack, and Jack's like, Oh Lily, I love you too. Let me show you the unicorns because reasons, I guess. It's never really established why he wants to show her unicorns. I guess just because like Why not plot? You know what? Why not plot? Um you know what? That's what we should have named this podcast. (laughs) Why not plot? Um, so, you know, whatever kissy kissy faces they go and they see the unicorns, two unicorns. Um, I'd like to point out that the horses that they chose for this movie, very good. Um, the unicorns themselves were very like, they looked all right. I think they were very beautiful. Um, if not also just covered in glitter. I don't know what like the animal protection is for like glitter everywhere, but like also if you thought there was a lot of pollen, there's also a crap ton of glitter. So you just vast. Yeah, the snow was like really shiny too. It, there was glitter on everybody's faces like all of the time. It just was inappropriate. Yeah, so no, you remember? Like the little fairy had glitter all over her and we'll get in there. I hated that character Yeah, I hated so her too. Um, so to go back to like it just the you remember when we talked about E.T. and you're like there was different amounts of like goop, goop and moisture yeah. on him? Um, it was kind of like that, but with glitter, and it just didn't make any sense nope. as to why there was so much glitter. It was just like, poof! It needed to be fantastical. I guess so. Uh, so, Eddie Shoes, he's like, you have to be quiet and look at the unicorns, and she's like, I'm going to do what I want. Mm. I'm going to go touch it. I'm going to go touch it, which, you know, to be fair, as a white woman, um, I'm probably going to die of petting something I shouldn't. Um <laughs> It's not going to be a unicorn, though. I'm actually scared of horses because horses are very intuitive animals, and I'm afraid <sighs> that my energy is going to, like, spook them, which has happened in the past. I went to Kentucky with my mom, and I'm just grabbing at straws. We're just going to learn stuff. I went on a trip to Kentucky with my mom and my sister and looked at, like, because there's a big horse racing scene out there, yeah. and we're just like, you know what, why not? Kentucky Derby's coming around in a couple weeks. Let's go see what it's about. They had, like, this whole horse museum, which also included an extensive horse stable. And while my sister was running around chasing cats, which very much meets her MO, I was standing, like, six feet away from every stable while my mom was petting the horse. Because my mom would have been a horse girl in modern times. Um, (laughs) Love you, Christy. Uh, She listens to this, I found out. Uh (laughs) Does she listen every week? Not every week, but she's listened to a couple. She's like, I really want to watch E.T. now. And I'm like, that's the point. 
Um, but yeah, horses are very sensitive animals. They're used in therapy and equine therapy because you have to be able to, you know, regulate yourself so you don't spook the horse. Mm-hmm. Um, my energy is just too chaotic and I respect that very, very powerful animal that horses are. But anyway, unicorns, they were cute and Lily was going to go pet the unicorn. And during that time, darkness's little minions pop out. They shoot the blow dart <laughs> like, yep. I hope that comes out great in the audio. <laughs> and so now one of the the unicorns is wounded all because Lily was like must pet. She didn't know darkness was out there, but also you were explicitly told don't do that. Mm-hmm. So brat number 1. Brat well, not even number 1. That's like the third brat atrocity that that came about by then. Can we just talk about how every single quotations hero character other than Jack who in my opinion just exists. All the hero characters suck. They all suck. I hated every single one of them. Yeah, and the thing of it is, is like a lot of time went into like the makeup and the the masks and Mm -hmm. the prosthetics for these people that played these creatures. And it really only paid off for Tim Curry's character. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so... Because I really, like, I really liked Tim Curry in this movie. But you have to wait. you get him for like 30 minutes. You have to wait until the end of the movie to really get him. So, but you know, you're, you're, you're taught, you're, you start the movie off with a teaser with like darkness exposing yeah. the ex- exposition. And so you hear Tim Curry's just magnetic voice, mm-hmm. which is like, if Tim Curry sounded like Tom Cruise, Tim Curry wouldn't be Tim Curry. No. No, like Tim Curry is, is That's a character. Why did so much good voice acting back in the day yes. too. Yes. Like, Looking at you, Frank Gully. Um, which we should have done Fern Gully instead of this. We should have done, done Fern Gully. It had Robin Williams in it too. Uh, it was like a bit of double header. We could do a Robin Williams month. I would I would enjoy that, but we're doing Tim Curry month right now, so let's. We're just trying to avoid. <laughs> we're just try- It's not. It's not a bad movie. Dakota's trying to like. I'm trying to make I, filler. She's trying to do what I did last week. <laughs> of just like the movie wasn't that bad. We didn't talk about it. I'm just this movie made me miserable just because. None of it made any sense. It wasn't very the particularly heroes, the linear. The heroes were not really anyone you wanted to root for. Nobody was really fleshed out. There wasn't really like a hero's journey. There was, it was just like, Brat Girl did bad thing. Now there's Endless Winter. Jack, you live here. Go do something about it. They're like, hey, Jack, you survived because everybody else is just frozen in time. And then Darkness has the audacity to have the hots for Lily. And I'm like, it could have been me. Yeah, you know, last week we were like, you know, I almost want to stay with Pennywise instead of deal with all this childhood trauma. During Legend, I was like, you know what? I would have stayed with Darkness. I would have stayed with Darkness. I would have stayed with Darkness, absolutely. Like Over over dealing with Uda or Una or whatever the hell her name is. Una. And the, the and little the elf boy, the little elf boy, I can't remember his name. He sucked. Oh, I didn't like him. The little dwarves also were just... The only time I liked the drawers were when they were having that uh, slingshot fight yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, okay, this is. And he was like fighting with the frying pan. And I was like, all right, I like these vibes. And we then like he gets vibes. shot in the head, but he has something in like a plate to where like it was whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So at some point they do get the one unicorn. It dies, and so it's it like die. it, it doesn't does die. Horn cut off. But then, it, 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 the, if you had your horn cut off, wouldn't you die? No. 
there's like a big I'm looking at the audio right now, like the silence. Like I'm just No. But anyway, so like the the power of light dies. And therefore doesn't the unicorn die? It's just so, a so, okay, so how it worked was <coughs> unicorns, because there's two unicorns, there's a male and female. I can't remember which one did I think it's the female gets its horn cut off. I thought it was the male. Is it the male? I think it's the male. Okay, either way. One of the unicorns gets their horns cut off, but both of them need to lose their power or and or die. Like, all, all of it's gotta be gone. But yeah. having the horn and then taking it to darkness, like, they can, it's a very powerful magical object. Yes. It's almost like a wand. Yeah. Which you can use unicorn hairs and ones in Harry Potter and stuff like that, too. There's a lot of mysticism around unicorns. Yeah. Unicorns were really kind of just the, almost like a figure in legend of how they're very rare, they're very scarce in Harry Potter too. Like mm. when they, I mean, in general, it's Scot. Yeah. I believe it's Scotland's like national animal, the unicorn. Either that or whales. A mystical animal is their national animal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. Which you would think for Scotland to be like the Loch Ness monster. One moment we're going to do the Google. So they're just deciding that cryptids are their national animal. Is a unicorn a cryptid? Yes, the unicorn is Scotland's national animal. Unicorns are cryptids. Mm, I don't think they're cryptids. Do you know the definition of a cryptid? Yes. <laughs> Had to think about it there for a second. Yes, but also I'm like... <laughs> We'll have a discourse. Bonus podcast. What are cryptids? Cryptids is like, oh, well, I guess so. It is. It's like anything mystical or fantastic. It's, cri- it's cryptozoology. So, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Okay. Thank well, you. Yeah. So, discourse. <laughs> yeah, but if it loses its horn, it doesn't die. It's just a horse. Like, the cryptid dies. It's just a horse. <coughs> How dare you? It's a unicorn without a horn. It's it's still the, a unicorn. You can't have the uni preference, which denotes one, if you have none. Anyways, back to legend. So anyway, but we're just trying so and hard. How, to sub, we're just trying so hard to self-sabotage. And, and how Una, or Una, <coughs> you keep saying her name and I keep forgetting. Because I Una. just do not care about the character. I do there. not care about the, eh? When they're in the jail cell, when they finally get to Darkness's realm, and they're like locked in, they're like, Una, we need your help. That scene pissed me off so much. Because Una also has got like the hot. So mad. It's like, okay, picture this. Una's a fairy. Picture so she can, Sicily she can, 1912. <laughs> she, she can shrink herself down to like a very tiny state. But she this, can is also, just, this, this whole production is <clears throat> just off-brand Peter Pan, by the way. Let me speak to Una. <laughs> I know. No. Okay. Like Tinkerbell. So, she like can yeah, do a she, Tinkerbell. She can get to Tinkerbell size or she can be like a full-size human. Well, child. Child. You get it. Yeah. Let me speak. There's so many hand <laughs> movements. So, she can fluctuate between a very small size and then like a normal human size. And they're locked in this jail cell. And Una's the only one that can really like get them out because she can, you know, make it through the cage, whatever. <laughs> and she's telling Jack, Jack, I'll do it for you. But I want a kiss. And Jack's like, no, I only have love for Princess Lily. So this woman turns herself into Princess Lily to be like, well, now will you kiss me? And it's like, whoa. Because that's not toxic. 
Whoa! Hold up. We're both canonically probably like 12. What? <coughs> That's not okay. We're like teens. And then she teens. gets mad because Jack still wouldn't kiss her as Princess Lily lookalike. And she like pitches a whole hissy fit, lets everybody else out of the jail cell but Jack. And I, like, I hated all the heroes except Jack. And Jack I was just like, He's there. He exists. But yeah, he exists. It, it's Tom Cruise, though. And here's the thing. I don't know how people feel about Tom Cruise, so this might be hot take. Tom Cruise is the same person in every movie. Sometimes. Like, in all the movies I have seen. I mean, have in, you seen Jerry Maguire? I really like Jerry Maguire. I've not seen Jerry Maguire, but I do believe, if I remember correctly, like, that's the... They're very charismatic in that one. Yeah. But, like... I've seen Far and Away, like, all of the stuff with, like, Nicole Kidman, because you have to watch it in history class, and it's just very, like, mid. Yeah. Tom Cruise is just mid. Yeah. Even in today's time, Tom Cruise is just mid. I mean, some of the Mission Impossible movies are pretty good. That's because anyway. it's Mission Impossible, not because it's Tom Cruise. The action, and like, he's really good at doing action. Acting. Eh. Anyways. You want to talk about the dance scene? I actually liked the dance scene. I didn't hate the dance scene. I just you straight up, you like, straight up was like, "This dance scene is gonna make you go WTF." Yeah, because it, it does. You're just like, "What?" Because <coughs> like you dancing with your a, inner darkness and well, temptation. Well, well, That's like, how I interpreted it. Okay, yeah, but there's this whole plot line of like darkness. Tim Curry is like falling in love with Princess Lily, but she which is, is a bad the, call overall. She's the like I'm right here, innocent. I'm on the other side of the screen, Tim Curry. Stop trying to get with Tim Curry every episode, Dakota. But I can't. I didn't try to get with him in it. I knew better. The yeah, you did. He said I would much rather be with Pennywise than with as versus with the trauma. That doesn't mean I was like romantically interested. Anyways, now I know why Dakota wanted to do a Tim Curry live. Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> so Long John there, Silver can whole, get it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so there's this whole plot point, uh, where darkness is. Like falling in love with Princess Lily, and he's like, "Father, why I want her?" And he's like, yeah. "You gotta, you must tempt her, make yeah. her want to be here." Yeah, you must turn her to the dark side. And I'm like, "Okay." And also, so, Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren. Good God! I like the gothic style. Anyway, tempter, and so like one of the things that he does, he's just face palming right now. I'm sick and on medication. I I I have no remorse for how this podcast is going. He's so done with me. He's go, been go he's been he's been done with me. So like in the dance scene, he's like she's like be bopping around. She's in her like white attire, still showing she has like the innocence and stuff, and she's like roaming around Darkness's manor cave place thing. Which is honestly, as a little emo gothic kid, like, seems just very nice. Um, there's big open fires. There's a cave. It's dark. I'm a creature of the night. I'm a cryptid, fun fact. Um, so, and like... It's horror movies. Yeah. I don't want to be scared. I just enjoy embracing the nice things about the darkness. Uh-huh. Anyways. Uh, so, she's roaming around, and then, like, darkness is all like, yeah, she cute or whatever. 
father, what can I do? And he's like, yeah, you got a temperature. You got to bring her over. So like she comes out into this like very large open room. She's staring at this beautiful, it's supposed to be scary, but to me, it's a beautiful, just giant fireplace. And, you know, during that point, there's this kind of like dream sequence that happens where like, there's like this figure all in black and she starts dancing and it, uh, it shows that it's feminine to me. Mm -hmm. Um, so then that's also like dark feminine side. Let's go. Like, (laughs) like, let's go girls. Um, and they're dancing around like in this ballroom thing. And Matt's like, I don't know what's happening. And I'm all like, I know what's happening and I want it to happen to me. I want my dark, (laughs) I want my dark goth era to finally kick in. And so she's dancing with this faceless figure in this very gorgeous black dress. And then we have like a mystical, magical girl moment where now Lily is dressed in a similar outfit after dancing with this. Showing some mad cleave. Some mad cleave, which I'm like, it's wasted. Like, this is like (coughs) fucking deep Oh yeah, it's like, there's probably like right above the belly button. Mm -hmm. Like, in today's fashion, they would be like, yes, we love this. Which... For 1985. To contrast, like, her white dress is, like... She's very modestly covered. covered. And now you're on the dark side. You must show everything. And it's like, heck yeah, why are you wasting it on her? But heck yeah. <laughs> like, whatever you're comfortable with, y'all. Um, I just don't like Lily as a person. The actress is very... She's very beautiful. Yeah. Um, but how Lily, the character, is portrayed, she I'm sucks. like, this is a waste. Everybody sucks. This is a waste. You could have given her, like, a lollipop and she would have came to the dark side. Like, she dumb. Well, does she really come to the dark side? No, but she does. There's this whole sequence of how, like... And I understand the... (coughs) I understand the concept and the mindset behind... The visual of it, though, yes, I can understand how that's, like, what is happening. There's so many visual things in this movie that you're like... Why? That's the decision you went with? That's what you decided to go with? That's what you decided to do. Yeah. Like how they Can killed darkness. Like how they killed darkness, and he just went and go Whoa, into his face. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, that's what you decided to do. <laughs> this was the artistic direction. <laughs> I just keep staring. Can we talk about the plot to kill darkness? It was how they made a super elaborate <coughs> trail. Yeah. Of shiny mirror esque things. It was like sunlight. Yeah. From all the way from the top of the tower. Down the tower, across the entire building. <laughs> the underground. Uh, it reminded me, like, I was like, oh, this is kind of like a Legend of Zelda thing. Like a spirit temple where you I get your mirror shield. Like, but you have to have such a suspension of disbelief to be like, okay, they're maneuvering all these things to shine the sunlight in one direction. If darkness isn't there in that one direction it's going to be pointed at, this whole plan is flawed. And, of course, because plot, the whole fight between Darkness and Jack was also kind of weird. Yeah. But, I just, I, I don't know, Dakota. I just don't know. This This might be, I think this is the worst movie I've watched in a long time. For me personally. Um it was it was just okay. And, and the thing is, I think people really enjoy this movie. I do. Because I see people wanting to watch this movie. It's like 
Yeah, I wanted to it's, watch this it's, movie. It's a cult classic. Yeah. I, I wanted to watch the movie because I was like, oh, yeah, everybody talks about Tim Curry's performance. Which is good. Like Tim Curry's performance. But if you took is Tim good. if you took Tim Curry out of it, like it's a bad movie. It's not great. Mm-mm. Like, like again, it. like it's just very like And there's something like weird like I understand like throwing comedic stuff into the movie. To, like, I I don't I didn't nothing made me laugh. The only thing that made me laugh is when that mommy randomly shows up and like grabs the little gnome guy and like jumps into the hole. <laughs> okay. That, that's fair. I would think about that. Like, I was also like in the por- in the in the porpoise in the process of getting sick. I've been yeah. like this for like a week and a half now, y'all. Um, I was also in the process of getting sick while I was watching this, so it was just like just heck. Like you hear me coughing now and like sniffling now. Like oh no, dude, we got time. <laughs> We're gonna have to feel. Matt was looking at like, are we close? And I'm like, nowhere near, nowhere near the time that we normally spend. That's why I'm like, let's just vamp about other stuff. But anyway, um, I was caught. I, I was. Talk about Tim Curry. Yeah, we can always talk about Tim Curry. Um, I've been staring off and on, dissociating, staring at my new Muppet Treasure Island DVD. I was super pumped about that. But like, I love the scene where he's like coming out of the mirror. It was really cool. Yeah, after the whole Princess Lily like dancing, where she's like looking in the mirror, like, "Oh my God, why am I in this new draft?" And he like slowly comes out of the mirror. I actually thought that was like a really cool. I mean, the CGI didn't look great, but for the time, it looked pretty good. It it did, yeah. I would give it that. Um, so like, yeah, the whole fight scene at the end, where like Lily's like, okay, like she's trying to play mind game, mind games. She's trying to play main games with the devil. Um, please don't get me for cultural appropriation. Uh, <laughs> she's like trying to play mind games with darkness. Cause he's like, why don't you shit? And I'm like, Oh dear. He's just you, like, you want to take a double take? No, I don't know. I think I was trying to be Sean Connery there. I can't, you can't emulate Tim Curry. You just can't. But like, he's like trying to get her to sit and like, he was like, please princess. And I'm just like over here, like, Oh, this is awakening something. I'll have to deal with that later. Um, still haven't dealt with that. But anyway, David, he's I like, apologize for all the things that's happening. No, he's fine. <laughs> Again. <clears throat> um, but, like, he's trying to get her, and she starts playing these things like, oh, but what if I did? Okay, you know what? Fine. I, I will help you. You know, I'll do the things with you, but I want to kill the unicorn. And I'm like, Bitch, you're the reason why this started in the first place. You might as well say you already did. But whatever. And so they go into, like, the antechamber, and there's all the, like, the little goblins, like, holding the chains, and the unicorn's, like, losing its mind, like, no. And she's like, I have a sword, and I'm ready, and I'm evil now, and you can tell because I have this melodramatic voice. Maybe yeah, I should have talked little, like this the whole the time. Little, the little elf guy <coughs> back are, like, in the balcony, like, watching the entire time, and the elf guy's like, get her, Jack. Kill her. She's on the evil side now. Kill her, Jack. <laughs> Do it. And Jack's just like, hold. <laughs> but I love her. Wait. But I love her. Hold. I think something's happening here. I'm Jack, and I have to be the good boy. Oh, man. And so then she goes to raise the sword against the unicorn, but hey, just kidding. Freeze, uh, the, freeze unicorn. the unicorn. Hits the chains, and she's like, but, and then like, I keep wanting to say Satan. Darkness is like, huh, you fool! And like, snacks, snacks, 
smacks her out of the way and she's like ma'am princess again whatever um whatever again wasted wasted <laughs> the outfit the melodrama wasted but and then there's like the final battle with jack and he's got his new chain mail which to get the chain mail was kind of chain mail was kind no of cool pants. but no pants and like that's like one of the first tom cruise movies i ever saw because again it was history class was far and away and it talks about like irish immigrants coming into the united states and whatever and it's when tom cruise and nicole kidman still liked each other and tom cruise was not nearly as problematic as he was in later days but like that's another thing is like in most of the tom Cruise movies. Tom Cruise. I have I have sinus problems. What do you have? Except an attitude. I'm trying to get myself. Your problem was you gave me Muppet Treasure Island, and now I don't even care. Um, nothing matters anymore. I'm out here just with controversial shots being taken. But Tom Cruise in that movie too it was like his private parts were just like Nicole Kidman like looks and she's like oh my god and it's like everybody is so close to looking at Tom Cruise taint the entire time yep. and I'm like but but why yep. I also looked up before the podcast Tom Cruise was 22 years old in this movie and I don't think Tom Cruise was ever a baby you can't even just call him Tom like his full name like his government <laughs> name is Tom Cruise and then whatever the last name might be Thomas ew what if it's like what if it's like Tomathan? Tomothy. 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 Tomothy Cruz LeMay. And we just like, no, 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 no. We can't do that. There's gonna be another kid like 20 years later that's gonna take that spiel. But like, yeah, they have the scene. He stabs Satan with the darkness with the unicorn. Like Like he gets pushed by the light and it's like there's this weird doorway that goes into what looks like space. And he's the like multiverse holding, is real. He's like holding on. He's like <coughs> doing whatever. And then Jack eventually like cuts his arm and he like flies off into space. And but he's all does like. He explode? Does he have like a weird Death Star explosion? In my I mind, hope so. In my mind it looked like it did. But I'm sure I was checked out at this point. That's how he canonically became the character he was in Fern Gully. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what happened. Cool. Yeah, I, I What's mean, with that? yeah. When did Fern Gully come out? God, I don't know. 1992. This movie was made in 1985, so this could happen. In 1992, he came back. It was the canon event. It was the canon event. You can't change it. Um, it's a it's a straight period in time. Doctor Who doesn't get involved. Nobody does. Um, so Tim Curry. So Tim Curry. Uh, the reason I wanted more Tim Curry, but <laughs> the reasoning behind we didn't get as much Tim Curry as we wanted. The prosthetics probably stuck, just sucked. Like, yeah, it was a very long process. He was in that chair for like several hours. I could probably look it up real quick. I mean, I'm sure some of it was eight to like twelve bodysuit, but like still, yeah. With the exception of Cruz and Sarah, which Sarah was the Princess, Princess Lily. Lily. Um, yeah, Curry's makeup for the film took five and a half hours to apply and several of the characters it was it was it was a long time putting yeah. this these prosthetics and stuff on um at one point 
Oh, wow. That's interesting. At one point, Curry became claustrophobic with all the stuff on his face. I'm sure. And he pulled the makeup off too quickly, which teared off his own skin in the process. And oh, my God. Yeah, Ridley Scott had to shoot around the actor, like, for a week. So it's like, you know what? Tim Curry's that's face probably, got pulled off. Because like, there's a portion portions in the movie where he's like, he just looks like a ring wraith, like dark hooded figure. That could Don't be why. Yeah. It was, oh God, it was supported by a harness underneath the makeup. So like he had a harness like on his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So I understand why we didn't get as much Tim Curry. But my God, when he's on screen. He's, he just, he, he commands. He amplifies this movie so much. And when you have a movie with Tom, like Tom Cruise is considerably a bigger name. Tim Curry, let's be real. He is. Yeah. Also, the f- entire set burned down during a lunch break one day in 1984. I think that was them just... I mean, there was so much stuff everywhere. I feel I feel like that was, you know, just God telling them, hey, no. let's, let's, just, let's, just, let's just not. Do you want to talk about the underwater scenes? Because they were shot in Silver Springs, Florida for the purity of... Of the water. I think that's so funny. You couldn't tell because there was so much weird lighting. Yo. Screen effects. Like what? Cruz did all his own diving and swimming stunts. <laughs> and apparently there were real alligators 25 feet away, away from where they were filming. That's awesome. Well, I didn't. You know what? Why was it so damn blue? Because the purity of the water. No. <laughs> like it looked. Like you were taking an acid trip every time you did a water scene. True. Why? I don't know. One thing I will give Lily like some props for, because I was like, oh, there's a little bit of something. She's the one that's like. She proposes to Jack. She proposes to Jack. And I'm like, good for you. He's an okay choice. And then I'm like, "Mm, this is just mid. You're also a brat. You didn't do this for feminism. You did this to be a brat. You threw the ring in the water. How dare you? Yo, what if that was the ring that was found for the one ring? Like, that's what happened. They find the ring eventually. That's okay. Yeah, they do at the end. So there's actually three endings to this. Who cares? <laughs> well, one of them, like, was... You said one of them was pretty... Like, the one I saw was... Was they were like, they kiss and they're like, I'm gonna be back tomorrow yep. and I love you. Yep. And then there's another one where, like, there's darkness... Because darkness is defeated, but he gives this long spiel about like I will always live in the hearts of men, and you, I will never go away. And I'm like, I love moral ambiguity. Let's talk that, about yeah, that. That would have been a good one. And I then, like and then we have the one where it's like Lily and Jack decide that they're just going to stay as friends, and Lily's going to get a crap together and actually go be a political prominent figure in her kingdom instead of trapezing around the woods trying to get. Jack to do things. What you're telling me is the two endings I didn't watch are better than the ending I did watch. Yeah. So there was an American theatrical version where they go off into the you the Jack and Lily are like we love each other. They run off into the sunset and the darkness watches them from the void, like laughing, like I'm gonna get you. Um, the European theatrical version is them like running into the sunset, but it doesn't have like darkness coming back. So it's, I guess, to elude like darkness isn't coming. And then the director's cut is when like they decide to go their separate ways. 
So Tim Curry's been in Clue <laughs> a couple different ways, like these different theatrical Well, here's the thing about Ridley Scott. I, I actually, <coughs> I don't want to say I love Ridley Scott because there are some movies that are very hit or miss for me, but he is This a was very, a miss for Matthew. He is a very talented director, but he has a problem when it comes to making multiple cuts of his movies. Like Blade Runner has like five cuts. I did not know that. It has Dakota, it has so many cuts that he released what was called the final cut of the movie. Interesting. Like there I also want to point he, out You can't figure out like when it's enough. Like you can like almost how like George Lucas would go back with the prequels and like consistently like yeah. change things around and then change things in the original trilogy. Like I had a how weird freaking uh what's his name? Hayden Oh uh, <laughs> Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Is like now in the original trilogy at the end as a ghost, like, homie, no, what? Why? <laughs> I don't know. There are days where I try to convince myself I'm not Jar Jar Binks, so there's that. Um as far as the trilogies go. <laughs> uh yep, there's another shake of the head. Um so another thing I wanted to point out about Ridley. Mr. Scott, Michael Scott. You think this would be a better movie if Michael Scott was involved? No. I think it would be. I think it'd be funnier. Um, going back to actual talk about movie stuff, because I, we're, I'm vamping by this point. Uh, he was actually working on a lot of different projects, and also including Legend at the time. Probably, yeah. Um, so I can understand why like, it also, seems so erratic. one of those directors like, He's notorious for working on multiple projects at the same time. Like he was. There was a situation not I think it was during COVID. It may have just been because of COVID, but he released um The Last Duel and House of Gucci like in the same year. Yeah. Which is just like, homie, what 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 are you doing? But it had Adam which, Driver. But like Spielberg has done that in the past too. It, he he did um the most recent one I can think of was he released The Post and Ready Player One the same year. Two completely vastly different movies. True. But one's about the Washington Post and one is a very elaborate CGI filled just... I actually like Ready Player One, but I understand why people don't like it. He, he was working on a lot of different projects at the time. And I, again, doing a little deep dive into some of the stuff because it was like, I got to find something else to talk about with this movie. So it's a lot of just behind the scene things that I thought were interesting. Like the, the legend, like the story of legend was like Ridley shot at trying to make a fairy tale, yeah. but it was, you could tell it's very heavily influenced by like other things. To me, it was very much like Peter Pan because you have, you have this boy that's living in the woods. There's a Tinkerbell character that gets jealous. They had a, it kind of had... <coughs> it it had, had different elements from different it, it stories. It almost like a Willow vibe to me. I can see... I can see Willow. Like, not a beat for should have watched Willow. for beat with Willow, but, like, just a Willowy vibe. Yeah. It had... It had a little bit of a D&D vibe. A little bit. Some. Not really. Not really. It's everybody rolled, like, a one. <laughs> Charisma. Darkness, charisma, natural twenty plus his like thir plus thirteen modifier, like okay, Tim Curry, pop off. Um, <laughs> let's go. Like the 
last 30 minutes of the movie, you I feel like you don't have to watch this entire movie to understand its premise. You could go just to the part where they're in darkness's lair and you could get you can infer. You need to watch the first 20 minutes and the last 30 minutes. The yeah. filler in the middle. Because they just... And this isn't like, this they, isn't a very long movie either. It's, not, it's like under an hour like and a half. Run through, like the whole process, like the little elf dude's like, okay, Jack, go into this cave and get armor. And that takes what, like two minutes? Yeah, you could have like definitely like extrapolated more on that. It would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. The armor looked cool, but no pants. From the belly button up, we are protected from sin. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> he didn't wear pants when he was in the forest. Well, he lives in the forest. He wore some weird, like, romper thing. Hmm. Tom Cruise is every boomer. Not boomer, zoomer. Is that what you guys are called now? I don't know. The generation after us? Poor Matthew's just so tired because he'd be doing cartwheels and all those stunts and you're on, like, again, you're, like, one shot away from, like, seeing a you're just so close to seeing Tom Cruise's tan in this movie. It is true. This has been a very chaotic episode. It's okay. It's entertaining, I hope. We've, but it's just... We're just trying to vamp, like, again. This movie sucked. There, it, I don't think it sucked. I don't think okay, it's... Okay, well, what would you rate it? Let's do it It's very mid. I would put it about the same as it. Like, a 4 out of 10. Like, this it's not... A two. It's not the worst movie. Actually, you know what? I'll give it a three for Tim Curry. That's why I'm like, I'm being generous because Tim Curry was there. Tim Curry, like Tim Curry came, showed out. Tom Cruise was Tom Cruise, very mid. Everybody else in this movie sucked. True. But also like those little gothic visuals that the visuals. There are some good visuals in this movie. I give I will give it to that. I don't the think world, I, just, the world building wasn't fleshed out. No, it was all done on a stage set because they couldn't afford to, because they wanted to film, I think, in like the Redwoods, if I remember correctly, but couldn't afford to do it on scene there. So they actually put it on a sound stage, the same that was used for 007. So canonically, Mission Impossible and James Bond apparently overlapped at one point, if you want to try to grasp at straws there. Crab. (laughs) It's just making little pinching things over here. So, like, overall, like, it's it's a movie. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. I don't even think it was the worst movie I've ever seen. I don't know. He was not a fan. Like, again, like, that first half was good with the kids. Um, the second half, it just, it lost it. But when he watched this, the, the remakes. When he watched the remakes, he was like, it was so much better. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm yeah. not watching it. I keep going back and forth. I don't think I'm going to do that. You can watch scenes. You could watch Lord of the Rings instead of this movie. Everybody mm. should. David has not watched Lord of the Rings until. No. And he's like, just the other night was like, why have I not watched this? And I'm like, I don't know. Where were you in like the early 2000s, dude? Wow. Probably riding a skateboard. I don't know. <laughs> Probably playing Tony Hawk Underground. <laughs> like a normal teenager instead of oh. like being in your closet reading books like me. <coughs> so, let's do this. Okay. So far. So far. Clue, It, Legend, and we'll throw in Rocky Horror next week. Muppet Treasure Island. Rocky Horror is definitely at the top of my list on all of these. But like, where would you place Clue... Legend and it, like one, two, three. So, first and foremost, Muppet Treasure Island's number one. We're not talking about Muppet Treasure Island. I don't care. It's it's number one. I'm going to lock that thing up to go. No, you're not. It's for me. 
One, two, three. Do you want me to cry? The movies. I will do it right now. One, two, three. All right, all right, all right, all right. The movies that we're talking about Mother Treasure Island, number one. But that's like in number one in our hearts. So pseudo. Pseudo. That's Pokemon. Pseudo number one out of the films that we actually have watched in the past month. I would put. I. I like Clue. I like Clue a lot. And I think Clue goes number one for me just because it, again, like most things with Tim Curry, it's a cult. It's a classic. The The mm-hmm. whole the whole movie is very fast paced, but everybody, the comedic timing, all that great stuff, it adds to it. So Clue's number one for me. Then Rocky Horror. Then It. Then Legend. I think mine is the same, except Rocky Horror is at the top and Clue second. Well, again, Mother Treasure Island. You just get so much more of Tim Curry and Clue than these other two movies that we've watched. Mm -hmm. Like in It, he's maybe in 20%. And again, like that's the thing of like Tim Curry is not the main character, but demands, has main character energy. Like just demands the main character in Clue and Rocky Horror. For sure. Oh yeah, and in those two, yes. But even but as even in, as he plays in, these like off characters, yeah, he just has yeah. such a presence. It's like every time you see <coughs> it's like how Bill Sarosgaard when he played Pennywise. Mm-hmm. All all the promotion whenever you like buy a Blu-ray or a DVD or whatever of the movies, Tim Carey or Bill Sarosgaard, boom, yep. right on the front. Yep. Like Darkness, boom, right on the front of this legend. Like, yeah, you have Tom Cruise, like, front and center, but, like, Darkness is right there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just so, a very commanding, like, mm, mm I didn't even know Tom Cruise was in this movie. I had no clue. Till I watched it. Fair enough. Had no clue. I knew Tim Curry was there. Had no clue it was Tom Cruise. We're almost there, Mackie. Oh, my God. We're almost there. We could we could call it now. Uh, no, let's talk about some some things. Muppet no, treasure. We're not, we're not, stop! <laughs> You've had your moment. I will take all. Of them I regret moments. everything I decided to do. <laughs> I am Gonzo. I am he, and he is. Uh, so next week we're gonna talk about Rocky Horror, mm-hmm. which for me was probably it wasn't the first time I've watched Tim Curry. It was definitely the first time that I was like, that is Tim Curry for me. That's iconic, yeah. Yeah, and it's one of the most, um, like, every Halloween season, I usually watch it on Halloween. It's like my Halloween movie, Mm -hmm. just because I'm a weird guy who likes musicals. See me? You're not. There's, like, tons of other people out there who like it. Is your favorite musical Cats the musical? God, no. It's mine. <laughs> no, you've told me what yours is. I forget. It's not Les Mis. No, God. What is your favorite? Yeah, you've t- we've had this discussion like over a year ago. It's like pe- perking in my brain. Tell the audience. It's Singing in the Rain. Oh, yeah. That's right. Classic. Classic. I love Singing in the Rain. But what about the musical? Ah. Ah. Like the action. Know. Like the okay, dumb, dumb joke, and it fell flat. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, you're a dude that likes musicals, and that's okay. There's yeah. plenty of other people out there who do like musicals of various gender like, like and West non-gender Side, identities. I like West Side Story. I like... Oh yeah, West Side Story recently had a new one. 
Thank yeah, you. like what's that story seen in the rain? We need to watch Little Shop of Horrors at some point. No, I've not seen Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, that's so good. Maybe that's what we do for the next big thing. Nah. Maybe we could have like a musical month. We could have a musical month. That'd be fun. Yeah. But the original anyways. Cats on Broadway in the 80s and 90s is better than Cats 2019. I'm convinced Cats 2019 started COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's all James Gordon's fault. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fever dream. Oh, anyways. Jason uh, Derulo. <laughs> so, so next week we're talking about Rocky Horror, and I will be way more excited about talking about Rocky Horror. I know right. during this podcast I've been a huge Debbie Downer. Not really. <laughs> you put up with my BS. Well, I... I don't think that's so much downing as just trying to remain sane. <laughs> I just... I haven't thoroughly disliked a movie in so long. That's true. Like, I can find bright sides in the movie and like I can understand like I can understand that Ridley Scott was probably like stretched thin and like was working on multiple different projects but there were so many creative decisions and so many like portrayals or lack from, thereof yeah and like so many portrayals from actors like I'm sorry but like when majority of the cast of quotations heroes have just the worst personality traits did ever. you know they considered doing Johnny Depp as Jack Oh, those are good. Mm-hmm. And so you now you got to know we were robbed of Johnny Depp and Tim Curry in the same room. Oh, that would have been so much better. But anyways. Uh, Until this, next week. This is what we have. Legend is legend. I gave it a three. I give it a four. because of Tim Curry. I give it a four because of Tim Curry. And if there were some think, nice visuals. If you like fantastical movies. Don't watch this. Watch Lord you, of the Rings. You might be able to find some enjoyment out of it, but it also might just make you go. It's very like again, like it's just mid. It's something that you can have in the background while you're doing something, because that's what I was doing. Yeah. It's okay. Legend, Tim Curry. Tim Curry is the legend. That's the thing. It's named Legend because of Tim Curry. Can I bury this film in the backyard? Not because it's broken, like you're not the Treasure Island VHS, but just because no one should watch it. Nobody should watch Muppet Treasure Island? No, I'm talking about Legend. Oh, no. You put the stuff in the backyard because you honor it. You honor it. All right, we'll just set it ablaze. Yeah, you, you set the stuff on fire, like, because it needs to go. There's something very cathartic about that. Sometimes I do recommend people set things on fire in a contained and safe environment. Do rage rooms. Do all the stuff. Do stuff healthy. Sometimes you, you know need what? some catharsis. You know, I figured it out. Because I don't want to own that. I bought this Blu-ray in my collection because I was like, I collect Ridley Scott. I like Ridley Scott. Everybody says Legend's great. I don't want this thing in my inventory. Give so, it to Ace. So, Give it to your dog. So a year from now, uh-huh. a year from now, we're okay. going to have a giveaway when we actually have some viewers. <laughs> they're not going to be, they're not going to view because they're like, no, I don't want this for you. You're we're making gonna, them go we're away. We're going to do a giveaway of the Legend Blu-ray bought specifically for this podcast <coughs> to one lucky listener, and they're gonna be it's like, "It's gonna be my mom." It's gonna be, oh god, <laughs> it's gonna be my mom, and she's never gonna watch it because all she does is watch Netflix. Oh, <laughs> and my mom's just gonna have it sitting there, and then at some point, many many years in the future, I'm gonna be doing her estate, and it's like, oh wait, and it's gonna haunt me. <laughs> Like, no. Legend's okay. <laughs> Buy it if you want to. I'm Dakota. That's oh, Matt. Man. And we'll see you next week for Rocky Horror. Toodles! Bye.